Evening. We've talked a fair bit about councils wanting to sell their assets. Well, Sam Dickey will run us through the upside for investors here later in the hour. Liam Dan on the GDP slump and Jamie Mackay on a bounce in farmer confidence. It's eight past six. There are fears that the call to ditch KiwiRail's mega ferries could have a big impact on Picton and the Upper South Island. A Downer HEB joint venture was doing the main construction works in Picton. It was expected to need two to 300 workers. Pete Coldwell is Marlborough's Chamber of Commerce's CEO. Hey, Pete. Hi there, how are you? Yeah, I'm well, thank you. This announcement came as a bit of a shock yesterday? Uh, It certainly came as a major shock, yes. It was a a huge surprise to the region uh, and I'm sure to uh, the rest of the South Island. There had been some rumours that um, these these contracts might, that we might get out of these contracts. You guys hadn't heard them? Uh, We'd heard, obviously, there were lots of rumours around cost blowouts and around what that might mean, but I don't think anybody really expected it to get pulled in quite the way in which it's apparently been pulled. Is it a good call or a bad call? I think at the moment it's too early to say. We, we just don't know what the outcome is going to be. When we hear the idea that we don't need a Ferrari, but we need a Corolla, I guess my question is whether that's a new Corolla that's got a five-star rating, safety rating, or whether it's a 1972 Corolla that's got a reconditioned engine. Uh, the, the, the most important issue, as far as I'm concerned, in terms of the uh, the ferries is safety, and we've got to get that right. So I think until we know what the future is, um, there's just too many questions. And for those uh, people who've already moved to those jobs, there are obviously just the questions of whether they've, you know, what the situation is jobs-wise for them next week, next month, and the next year. How many of those workers are already in town? Uh, the, what The people who are in town are primarily uh, engineers. Uh, the, the, the initial group of comms people, PR people, a whole range of those. Um, I, I haven't got the number, but it's still, it's a reasonably significant number of people who've already moved into the region or have moved from jobs in the region. And how much work has already been done down at the port in Picton? Well, there's been a fair bit of work done in Picton. Um, that, so those works, I had a tour with Rhys Welburn, who runs the port uh, recently. And, and a lot of the the start kind of, Enabling works had just been started to be done. A lot of the road works to make sure they've got access through Picton have been done. So it's not a huge amount, but it's certainly ongoing. And as I say, we just don't know what the outcome is going to be for any of those. Has have has the port there? Have have your councils or anything sunk money into this project? So the council uh, agreed because the council owned the port and they agreed that they would look at 110 million. Uh, that's a fixed amount. And as I understand it, the contract's pretty cast iron. The Marlborough District Council and Port Marlborough will not be disadvantaged majorly by this in terms of that financial commitment. Um, but obviously, it's, it's more the broader region in terms of tourism, in terms of housing. Uh, there's a whole range of issues uh, for the local region. Is that is that in terms of when you say in terms of housing, that's in terms of the workforce that were coming in? Well, yeah, because uh, so some of those workforce have, or the people looking after those people coming in, yeah. have committed to rentals with Airbnbs, hotels going forwards for the next year or two. Nice. So um, mm. at the moment, there's there's way more questions than there are answers. Fair few upset people about, I'd imagine. Undoubtedly. Yeah, hey, Pete, listen, thank you for running us through that. Pete Coldwell, Marlborough Chamber of Commerce CEO. For more from Heather Duplessy Allen Drive, listen live to News Talk ZB from 4 p.m. weekdays or follow the podcast on iHeartRadio.